Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Locked On Fantasy Baseball is brought to you today by Rock Auto. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. I'm mostly incompetent when it comes to doing things with my car, so I leave that to my mechanic most of the time. But my father-in-law is a do-it-yourself whiz. He's rebuilt a bunch of cars, including a vintage Jaguar and at least one BMW. This is the site for him. It has great prices on an incredible variety of parts. Having access to such a vast parts repository has its advantages. Need an ignition starter switch for a Lexus SUV? I did a while back, and you know I wasn't really thrilled the day that it cacked in the middle of the car wash. But with the click of a mouse, a handful of options are ready for you on Rock Auto. How about an ignition coil for a 1987 Lotus Esprit Turbo? They've got those too. I mean, you'll find what you need because they have an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle, at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Today's episode is mostly going to be a trade deadline recap with some matchups and DFS tips for Tuesday as well. Let's start with trades because it was a busy day uh, on Monday before the trade deadline. Start with San Diego Padres getting starting pitcher Mike Clevenger from Cleveland. Padres Bring in Cal Quantrill, Josh Naylor, and Austin Hedges among six players. Six that they get in return for Clevenger. Clevenger is an ace caliber starter. Since 2017, he has a 2.97 ERA, 1.16 whip, and 10.2 strikeouts per nine, making 78 starts in that time. He will take some pressure off Chris Paddock at the top of the Padres rotation. Now, Quantrill has been used in a bit of a swing role with San Diego. He could challenge for a starting spot maybe in Cleveland or just resume that swing role where he pitches out of the bullpen but can make spot starts from time to time. Uh, He's been effective this season, has a 2.60 ERA, 1.17 whip, and 9.3 strikeouts per nine in 10 appearances. Uh, Naylor uh, is hitting 253 with a 720 OPS and 317 plate appearances in the majors, but his minor league track record is at least a little promising uh, that he might be a legitimate major league hitter. Uh, Hedges is a veteran catcher who offers very little offensively. The Padres were awfully busy uh, leading up to the deadline. They made a bunch of moves on Sunday uh, and then really dropped the hammer with this move for Clevenger. Uh, They think they can contend and uh, certainly made the moves that you would expect of a team that thinks they're a contender. Uh, Another team that was awfully busy leading up to the deadline, the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, And the Blue Jays, they acquired starting pitchers Ross Stripling from the Dodgers and Robbie Ray from the Arizona Diamondbacks. They also brought in infielder Jonathan Villar from uh, Miami. Uh, And in that deal, they sent out prospect Griffin Conine. Uh, And look, Stripling... Uh, He's run into some trouble with uh, the long ball this season, allowing a National League leading 12 home runs in just 33 and two-thirds innings. But he has started 59 games in his career, and he has a 3.93 ERA, 1.23 whip, and 8.6 strikeouts per nine in those starts. If you're the Blue Jays looking for a reliable arm who should be able to uh, take a turn in the rotation, Stripling uh, has the credentials to, to do that. This is the fourth straight season in which Robbie Ray has averaged at least 12 strikeouts per nine. That's his big appeal, is he can miss bats. But his control is way off this season. He has walked 31 in 31 innings. Uh, he tried to change his delivery, and maybe the Blue Jays feel like if they j- can just get him to go back to his previous delivery uh, to bring down his walk rate. And it's never going to be great, but if it was at, say, four per nine innings as opposed to nine per nine innings, uh, maybe there's a chance that he can be uh, a useful starter uh, because so far uh, it's been an awful season uh, for Robbie Ray. He has a 7.84 ERA and a 2.00 whip, uh, which is almost disastrous. Uh, VR is a great speed threat and a versatile player. He can 
play second, short, third. Uh, the Marlins had him in center field, but I, I think that was deemed a failed experiment. Uh, and so the Blue Jays probably need VR at third base more than anything. Maybe in the short term, they can plug him in at, uh, at shortstop from time to time uh, while Bo Bichette is out. But with, when everyone's healthy, uh, VR might be uh, a third base option for the Blue Jays. And he, he can be a, a pretty solid threat because, A, he can run, but if you kind of go through the course of his career, he's had some, had some seasons where he's pretty productive with the bat as well. Uh, and so, and it cost, it cost the Blue Jays a pretty uh, quality prospect in Griffin Conine. Uh, obviously, uh, the Conine name resonates down in Florida. Uh, his father, Jeff, was uh, part of a World Series champion down there. But VR gives the Blue Jays an immediate upgrade. And, and so that, with a couple of pitchers, they obviously think they are, are not trying to battle around the, fin- the fringes. Uh, they are trying to be legitimate contenders this year. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks, uh, they were busy not only dealing with Robbie Ray, they traded outfielder Starling Marte uh, to the Marlins for starting pitcher Caleb Smith. Uh, Marte's a high-end offensive performer. Though he does have just two home runs this season, he's still hitting 311 with an 827 OPS. Uh, he should take over in center field for Miami. And the Marlins seem to have enough pitching that they can probably afford to move Caleb Smith, who effectively uh, should replace Ray in the Arizona rot- rotation, or at least he will when he's healthy because uh, he's currently battling a hip issue. Uh, Smith is also a lefty with a high strikeout rate, but his walk rate tends to be a little high as well. And he did surrender 33 home runs last season, most in the National League. Uh, so there may be some some value in, in Caleb Smith. And what are the odds that he's going to be worse than, than uh, Ray has been for Arizona? Uh, but the, the Diamondbacks didn't exactly get him for nothing either. Uh, Starling Marte is a, a pretty quality player uh, going the other way. Uh, Arizona also sent their closer, Archie Bradley, to Cincinnati. Uh, and I guess the question there is whether Bradley will take over as closer, uh, knocking Rysel Iglesias into the setup role. I would guess in, in the immediate aftermath of the trade, uh, Bradley uh, figures to be the setup man, uh, leaving Iglesias as the closer. Uh, but, you know, we'll see how, see how that goes. I think Bradley's experience as a closer uh, does shorten the leash on Iglesias uh, if he struggles uh, at the end of games. Uh, Josh Van Meter is a utility infielder who's going to be going to Arizona in that deal. And then I guess the question becomes, who, who's going to close for the Diamondbacks? You know, presuming they still get leads every now and then. If Stefan Crichton or Junior Guerra may be in line to close, they've probably been their you know, two best relievers aside from Bradley. Now, they also have Hector Rondon, who has been a closer uh, in the past, but he's been getting crushed this season. And Kevin Ginkle uh, has the profile, a guy who strikes out a lot of a lot of batters, uh, but he's struggling too. And so it's hard to uh, pin down who, who the Diamondbacks are going to go with. Uh, another deal, the A's get starting pitcher Mike Miner from the Texas Rangers. Miner had been really effective for the past couple of seasons, but has really fallen off this year. Uh, his ERA is 5.60, and that, that's worse than his 1.36 whip. The 1.36 whip is like a little high. The 5.60 ERA is much too high. Uh, and he'll give the A some solid depth. And if he can kind of correct a few things and get back on track, there's a chance that, that this pays off. Uh, and, and it's certainly a good time to buy on Mike Miner because if he was sitting here with a 2.60 ERA and Texas wanted to deal him, uh, I would imagine the price would be steeper. Uh, the Atlanta Braves uh, brought in left-hander Tommy Malone from the Baltimore Orioles. Malone, 33-year-old, was modestly effective uh, in Baltimore this year. He had a 3.99 ERA and 1.26 whip and six starts. Uh, but then he got clobbered in his Braves debut. Uh, and so uh, he should be a reasonable depth option. Um, but 
You know, I, I think if you go over the career of Tommy uh, Malone, you don't expect him to be a, a leader in your rotation, but you know, maybe he fills out the, the number five spot on a contender. Uh, the Colorado Rockies uh, acquire center fielder Kevin Pillar uh, from the Boston Red Sox, and the Rockies need a bat in the outfield, particularly one that can play center, uh, and Pillar does that. Uh, he was hitting 274 with a 795 OPS for the Red Sox, uh, and he should be uh, productive still in Colorado, given the benefits of playing uh, home games at Coors. And, you know, that takes him out of a, a rotation in the in the Boston outfield, at least when, when Andrew Benintendi is healthy. You ran into Benintendi and Jackie Bradley Jr. and Alex Verdugo, uh, and Pilar would would find his way into, into playing time, but it's obviously a little bit better if he goes to Colorado and they can just install him as the, the center fielder. Uh, the New York Mets, they brought... Uh, familiar face Todd Frazier, corner infielder, and catcher Robinson Chirinos in from Texas. Chirinos doesn't hit enough to be fantasy relevant. Frazier did hit 21 home runs last season and has just two this season. He's hitting 241 with a 702 OPS, which isn't a big draw, but he can play multiple positions and does, at least theoretically, have some power. And so, you know, maybe keep Todd Frazier in mind in a deep league or uh, if he heats up uh, upon returning to New York. The Cubs uh, made a couple of additions. They added outfielder Cameron Mabin uh, from Detroit and DH Jose Martinez uh, from Tampa Bay. Uh, Low-cost uh, additions, Mabin is uh, a veteran who has been a pretty productive hitter throughout his career, but he's not a star. He, he's a versatile player who can play multiple spots in the outfield and chip in, uh, but is probably a role player on a contender like the Cubs. Uh, and Jose Martinez uh, is a pretty nice bat uh, to add uh, to the Cubs lineup. Uh, we'll see what that gets them, but I think you know, adding Maven and Martinez at relatively minimal cost uh, does put the Cubs into a bit more of a, a contending status uh, moving forward. So coming up next, uh, we will look at some matchups to exploit and DFS tips for Tuesday. When you want food delivered, but you want an amazing selection of restaurants, use Postmates you'll be able to order from your local favorites as well as national chains. Rumor has it NBA players are trying to get Postmates deliveries inside the bubble in Orlando because when you get a craving for something, it's hard to give it up. So for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the Postmates app and use code LOCKEDON. That's the Postmates app and code LOCKEDON to get $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. A lot of people are looking for work right now, and whether that's seeking a full-time job or a little something extra on the side, a great place for job seekers and employers to meet is Indeed.com. You, you can upload your resume. You don't have to, but you can. And Indeed is easy to navigate and search so you can find jobs that actually offer what you're looking for as an employee. And if you're an employer, do they have a deal for you? Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means Quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB for a $75 credit. So before we get to a couple of matchups uh, and DFS tips for Tuesday, let's take a look at some of the top performers from Monday. Uh, start with Tampa Bay Rays starter Tyler Glasnow. Uh, went six innings, gave up two hits, one walk, no runs, struck out nine in a 5-3 win at New York. Uh, Glass now has the stuff to be one of the top pitchers in baseball. Uh, he's run into a few few problems this year, but I wouldn't get terribly concerned. When you see that kind of performance against the Yankees, even if it's a relatively depleted Yankees lineup, uh, still uh, pretty impressive. 
Uh, also on the Rays, first baseman G-Man Choi was 3-for-3, three three, scored two runs, had three RBIs and a home run. He also walked twice, that reaches base all five times, uh, in a 5-3 win uh, at the Yankees. And now Choi is a lower-end fantasy option, but uh, certainly if you had him uh, in daily fantasy yesterday, he would have paid, a, paid off handsomely. Uh, Seattle starting pitcher Marco Gonzalez uh, went nine innings, complete game, four hits, one walk, one earned run, struck out eight in a 2-1 win at the Angels. Uh, Gonzalez has been the ace of that Seattle staff, and that sometimes isn't saying a whole lot, uh, but he really seems to have you know, risen to the, the occasion in, in that role. He's been, he's been pretty strong this year. St. Louis shortstop Paul DeYoung was two for five, scored a run, had four RBIs and a home run, and a stolen base in a 7-5 win at Cincinnati. Uh, no questioning DeYoung's power. It's nice to get the stolen base, that's for sure. Um, but he's missed a bunch of time this season, like, like many Cardinals, but uh, he also missed uh, kind of additional time. Uh, due to a COVID uh, test. So you should be able to count on him uh, moving forward. Washington Nationals left fielder Juan Soto was two for four, two runs scored, four RBIs, hit two home runs in an 8-6 loss at Philadelphia. Uh, Soto is a superstar in waiting. Maybe he's not waiting very long either. He's been, he's been great uh, since uh, getting into the Washington lineup a couple weeks into the season. Also in Washington, shortstop Trey Turner was four for five, scored three runs and drove in a run in that 8-6 loss at Philadelphia. It's, it's kind of remarkable to see Washington struggling this way when they have players like Soto and Turner uh, leading the way. And one more, we'll do Cleveland starting pitcher Shane Bieber, uh, one of the best. Uh, went six innings, uh, just one hit, four walks, no runs, struck out nine in a 2-1 loss at Kansas City. Um, you know, Bieber did his part, but the, the Tribe couldn't score enough runs to give him the victory in that game. Still a really quality performance from Shane Bieber. Few matchups that I do like for Tuesday. I, I don't mind the Yankees uh, with Tanaka on the mound, minus 150 against Tampa Bay uh, and Trevor Richards. Uh, and maybe this is just thinking the Yankees, they're sort of due. They can't be as bad as they've been uh, recently. And, or maybe they are. Maybe they just, they, they miss Aaron Judge, they miss Gleber Torres, they miss uh, Giancarlo Stanton. And, and that's the reason for their struggles. But uh, let's say that uh, they turn it around today with Tanaka. Uh, and Arizona, team that was awfully busy uh, leading up to the deadline with. Uh, Alex Young on the mound, plus 195 at the Dodgers and Julio Urias. This is really just, you know, playing for the price. I don't think the Diamondbacks uh, are a particularly strong team, but at plus 195, Young has been a decent pitcher for them and uh, is wor- worth a look. Uh, so now let's shift to a couple of DFS recommendations for Tuesday. Uh, start with Atlanta Braves uh, rookie Ian Anderson, starting pitcher, is $6,800 on DraftKings at Boston. And so the Boston... Uh, lineup is not as formidable as it has been in the past. And Anderson is uh, a high-end pitching prospect who had a really nice uh, first start in the bigs, so the price is pretty reasonable. Uh, if, he, if he mows down the Red Sox uh, today, then the, the prices in the future will not be so reasonable. Uh, Washington catcher Yan Gomes, just $2,600 on DraftKings at Philadelphia and Aaron Nola. Now, Gomes, you know, this, provi- this is provided that he's in the lineup, but he's been on a pretty good run lately for for Washington, and, and at that price, uh, you can't beat it. Uh, Texas first baseman Ronald Guzman, just $2,000 at Houston and Framber Valdez. With all the moves that Texas has been making, there's uh, suddenly room at first base for Guzman, and and he's you know jumped in and played for the last four days, and uh, has he has power. He also you know hits like 220, uh, but at $2,000, if he get, if he gives you any of that power against Houston, uh, it'll pay off. Uh, Texas also, uh, second baseman and outfielder, uh, Nick Solak, is only $3,000. And Solak, uh, although he's moved around from positions uh, a bit, 
in, in the past couple of seasons, he's played center, he's played left, he's played third base, he's played second. Uh, but he's got a decent bat and certainly worth a look at $3,000. Uh, Baltimore outfielder Ryan Mountcastle is $3,500 against the New York Mets. And Mountcastle at that price is is certainly worth a look. He had a couple home runs the other night. And, you know, if you're trying to fill out an outfield spot, and and Mountcastle uh, certainly gives you a a chance uh, to compete. And we'll stick with one more outfielder. We'll go with Colorado outfielder Kevin Pillar, assuming he's uh, in the Colorado lineup. Uh, He's $3,200 against San Francisco and Kevin Gosman. And Gosman is, you know, not a bad starting pitcher. Uh, At least so far this year, he's been mostly okay. But at that price, Pilar, $3,200, worth a look uh, because he's been pretty productive this year for for Boston. Uh, And so that will do it for today. I will be back tomorrow uh, with more fancy baseball news. Send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to send an email, direct it to lockedonfantasybaseball at gmail.com. Find us, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe and stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.